How's it going, everybody? It's Michael, and this is a brand new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. Fair warning, you were in for a goofy one. This, yeah, this one's going to be the Nutball Express of podcasts. I've had a a wild, just a flipping wild week, uh, but now a little bit of a little bit of time to collect my thoughts and present a, a, unto thee. A, a high quality audio recorded uh, podcast. Ha ha! Here's what we got on the show. Um, see, here's the deal. I look at my notes because I, I do research. I look into stuff. I'm like, what do I want to talk about? And I I don't want to get into it as I go down the rundown. As I go down, yeah. As I go down the rundown, yeah. That was right. Um, here's what we got. Uh, Mike Pence dropped out. That's not going to be our lead story. We're probably going to dig into some uh, Israel and Hamas and the tunnel system and Gaza and and some thoughts on warfare. Let's talk some fucking warfare. And then sadly, uh, Matthew Perry passed away. I have some thoughts on that. And I'll, I might tell a little bit of a, uh, about the time I met Matthew Perry. And, and uh, that's wonderful. Um, we're going to highlight some YouTube uh, comments. Oh, I've also written down here, my back. You guys, my back is so jacked up. And then, uh, ooh, 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 some uh, Bud Light UFC news. Some Gregory Gutfeld news that should go hand in hand with that. Uh, and some thoughts on Trump. And some, yes, yes, bitches. And... We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be strumming a little bit of the guitar as always, not as always, uh, but as what we've done uh, recently. Now, if you have been going to the uh, theloftestparty.com, you will know that I uh, I discovered this song called "Oysters in My Pocket" by these two dudes out of Australia, and that song "Royal Otis." It's uh. R-O-Y-E-L, Otis, and that's just regular Otis. It's these two, uh, these, these two young lads, uh, I think they're from Sydney, and they got this song, Oysters in My Pocket, and it fucking fills me with delight. It genuinely fills me with delight. So we might, we might play that later, I don't know. Not the whole song, but we'll get goofy. Uh... There, I'm trying to remember the theme song, not the theme song, the song that I like to play. Podcast, the Loftest Party Podcast, so hold on to your ass, and let's start the show. After this one, we're gonna do it again, bam, 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 bam. One more time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I said it a couple weeks ago on the cast. You, you, we have to get hobbies. Get hobbies, get hobbies, get hobbies. Occasionally, I'll start my show, uh, my stand-up show, uh, with this song by uh, Arcade Fire. I just like kind of let it play. It gives, it's, a, it's, a, it's a funny little opening bit. I enjoy it. I love hearing the song. And uh, it gives me a little bit of the vibe of the crowd. Like, where are they? 
emotionally. Are they ready? Are they ready for the comedy fury of yours truly? Uh, but I just love that tune. And then I got a whole bit about, oh, it puts me in a good mood when I hear it. And it's true. It does. But uh, you know what else puts you? Like having a hobby, painting a picture, uh, writing a, a poem, playing a musical instrument. Get into that. It is, I think, I really think the uh, playing the guitar is like saving me emotionally. Because like shit like that, come on. Don't you just wish you had like backup music in real life? Where's she going? Why's she grabbing that knife? Put it down, baby. Ooh, I like that. All right, but that, we're not going to get into that. Let's let's make fun of Mike Pence. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm telling you. I think I've averaged uh, four nights. Uh, four nights, four nights? Oh my God. Four hours of sleep in the past four nights. Like four nights in a row of four hours of sleep. I'm pretty good. I can do it for a couple days, but after like day three, uh, shit just gets bonky. So just for, uh, just for the fun of it all, just for the fun of it all, let's see what, let's see what we're presented with. Ooh, here's a, here's an article. Uh, this new, this new science fiction monster movie on Netflix is a genre bender. I thought it said gender bender. And I'm like, what the hell? What? I don't want to see that. Let's go to an article about Mike Pence news. Boom. And this will segue nicely into Trump was right. <laughs> Here's the article. Uh, this is from uh, AP, those, uh, those lousy sons of bitches. Let's not go to AP. Let's not give them the click. And you know what? We're not going to give the New York Times a click. We will go. Okay. You know what? This is great. Let's talk about these freaking headlines. So Mike Pence dropped out because no one wants President Mike Pence because push came to shove and uh, he folded like a little bitch. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. That's how it's gonna be today, uh, and like I can't, I can't believe he was in. How? Why? If you are Mike, Pen if you were Mike Pence, and you saw uh, the things that were being said about you, and uh, on on January sixth, and all that stuff, do you run? Do you run? Who convinces him to run? Who convinces Mike Pence? You know, you you know, I bet you could beat Trump. I bet you could beat him. God, these dumbasses. I think I'm I'm thoroughly convinced they do it in a last desperate attempt to uh, remain relevant and maybe get a job as a uh, a pundit on like MSNBC, CNN, Fox, one of those places. So here's what uh, here's what AP News use, uses. Their, their headline is Mike Pence. Mike Pence drops out of 2024 presidential race. And then uh, you got a, you got a cold in there. No regrets. So they're like, Mike Pence drops out. And then uh, CNN. Is Mike Pence suspends his 2024 presidential campaign. Like he just suspended it. He might jump in. People, 
people might go, in the next couple of weeks, they might go, geez, boy, we, the, we really missed the boat by not giving Mike Pence more of our attention. The guy never had a chance. Oh, and then I saw Chris Christie today. You know what? This is this. I, I guess I'm breaking uh, Ronald Reagan's eleventh commandment. You know, thou shalt not make fun of your fellow uh, Republican. But I don't think these dudes. Whatever. Chris Christie still going after Trump. Still going after Trump. Can't believe it. it it's like I don't want to help these guys at all. But uh, when you look back at everything. That, okay, so they were lying about Trump-Russia collusion and they used the full power of the FBI and the CIA and the intelligence community and they did everything they could to, not get, to make sure Trump didn't get elected. And then when he was elected, they were still doing shit. They were trying to impeach him and they were doing this and they were doing that and there was this investigation and that investigation. And then they did everything they could. And, he, and today they're going after him with like frivolous lawsuit after another lawsuit after this, after that. And it's freaking, uh, I could make the strong uh, argument for its election interference. And they desperately don't want that guy in the race. And then you t to have uh, dudes like Chris Christie out there going, Trump's afraid. He needs to participate in these debates. You look like a, you don't look like a little bitch. You are a little bitch. Trying to kick a dude while he's down. Trying to kick a dude while he's down. Oh, why is Trump, every time something happens, he's, he, he, he gains popularity. Hell yes, he does. Hell yes, he does. It's like, uh, it's, it's like uh, uh, Rambo at this, this point. They only, they just won't leave him alone. They won't stop. They won't, they won't stop. Leave him alone. I was uh, talking about all this stuff. At, uh, I was down at uh, Fox News recently. Did a New Year's Eve special for Fox Nation. I've already listen, you guys. I'm uh, I'm I'm freaking shoulder to the wheel over here. I've already, I've already filmed a Christmas special for Fox and a New Year's Eve special. So while you guys have been lollygagging around. I have been working my booty off. All right, and I'm going to do a little bit of research. I have to talk about this, too. Uh, the new Speaker of the House, this Mike Johnson fella. We're going to have to discover him together. I was I was crazy busy. I saw they uh, elected a new Speaker, and now I see that like people are delighted by this uh, Mike Johnson fella, by this Michael Johnson dude. People are loving him. And I guess people on the left are freaking out. Uh, yeah, the New York Times. For Mike Johnson, religion is at the forefront of politics and policy. And then NBC News. Mike Johnson's views on LGBTQ issues under fresh scrutiny. And then AP. House Speaker Mike Johnson tried to help overturn the 2020 election. Okay, so they don't like him, so automatically he's okay with me. He's okay with me. Ah, that's great. You gotta, the headlines are always delicious. 
The headlines are always great because you had that uh, Sydney Powell. Remember Sydney Powell? And she was going to release the Kraken when it came to the uh, 2020 election. And they brought, I think, seven felony charges against her. Seven felony charges. And that was the big headline. Seven felony charges. Sydney Powell, where is the Kraken now? She's crazy. Seven felony charges. And they dropped them all. They dropped them all. And all Sidney Powell had to do was uh, plead guilty to a misdemeanor. Don't even know what the misdemeanor was. I really don't. And frankly, I don't care. It's a misdemeanor. So they dropped the seven felony charges. And they go, okay, uh, you're pleading guilty on the misdemeanor? And she's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Just to make the shit end. Just to make it end. Because it's lawfare. And, uh, of course, the headlines are all, you know, Sidney Powell pleads guilty. She pleads guilty. Is she going to flip on Trump? She pled guilty. And these people, they they fall for it every time. It's They just, they just read the headline. That's it. They don't go uh, past it. So, uh, you got a ton of those. You got a ton of uh, those. Oh, this guy pled guilty to this. Is he going to flip on Trump? Is he going to flip on Trump? Let's click this. Five things to know. This is from NBC News. Listen to this. Five things to know on Mike Johnson, the new speaker of the House. Did you hear that? I I didn't read that wrong. Five things to know on Mike Johnson the new Speaker of the House. So I'm guessing if I click this, uh, there's going to be some kind of information uh, tattooed on Mike Johnson. Maybe it's a piece of paper taped to him. (laughs) I found a better one. I found a better one. From New York Magazine, 15 not fun facts about Speaker Mike Johnson. You know I'm clicking that. I'm, let's discover this together. Uh, after an, the, here's, this is the, uh, this is the, the New York Magazine, ladies and gentlemen. This is the New York Magazine. We're over on the Intelligentsia. Uh, yes, it's where they all, uh, the elites go to get their bullshit. And, the, and the, our article is, is entitled, 15 Not Fun Facts About Speaker Mike Johnson. Uh, and there's, there's a picture of him there, and he's, he's cupping his hand behind his ear as if, Uh, Say it louder, I can't hear you. The article begins, After an embarrassing 22-day stalemate, House Republicans finally found a guy they can all at least tolerate as Speaker. Mike Johnson. (laughs) They can at least tolerate. All right, let's get to the 15 uh, uh, fun facts. Uh, Ooh, number one, I guess they're saying he masterminded Trump's election coup. If you've learned this, if you've learned one unsavory fact about Johnson in recent days, it's probably that he was the key architect of Trump's effort to steal the 2020 election. Really? Uh, oh, leaning on his background as a constitutional lawyer, <laughs> he crafted an argument. Uh, he crafted an argument that several states had improperly changed their voting rules in response to the pandemic thus nullifying their results and allowing the Republican House to select a winner. Fuck yeah. 
Yeah, I can think of one state where that actually applies. Right off the top of my head, uh, Pennsylvania. They changed their election laws and they didn't run it through the state legislature. They just did it. They're like, uh-oh, pandemic, new rules. Let's do it this way. Absolute horseshit. Absolute horseshit. Um, number two, number two fact. He's the least experienced House Speaker in 140 years. Hooray! That's that's a good one. Uh, uh, I, I like it coming in. My God. And then it's just like uh, abortion, 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 abortion. Oh, there's, they are, uh, he, they are stretching here. He fought to make taxpayers fund a Noah's Ark theme park. All right. Uh, do, do, do taxpayers, uh, fund baseball stadiums? The taxpayers fund football stadiums? I kind of think they do. They, uh, oh, here's one. He wrote a lot of homophobic op-eds. Let's see, uh, let's see a quote from his, uh, op-ed. Uh, he said constitutional bans on, oh, it's blah. We're in the, we're in the, uh, we're in the weeds here. But it's all just, uh, they're trying to make him out to be some kind of Bible-thumping psychopath. He introduced a national version of Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill. And that, that tells you everything. That that's what they're going to run with. Don't say gay, Bill. The, the word gay doesn't appear uh, everywhere on there. And good for him trying to do a national version of Florida's Don't Say Gay, Bill. I think, who wants, seriously, oh, he should, he should g- give a speech on that. He doesn't want sexually oriented education for little kids. If that's don't say gay, then hell yeah. That's what we want. Oh, it makes me. So I like him. I like that dude. I like him, like him, like him. He's the least experienced in 140 years. Good. Maybe he'll come in and go, well, this has been some bullshit. Let's do it like this. Let's do it the Mike Loftus way. Let's just shut the government down. Shut it all down. And they'll go, what about Social Security? You go, okay, let's pay it. That one's come, that comes right off the top. Because that's how everybody's paid into that. That's not even, that's not, I mean, it's all our money. But Social Security, yeah, give me that. And they'll go, what about the Army? You go, okay, what were we paying them before uh, the COVID lockdowns? Let's go back to 2019. What do you got on your chart? Okay, pay them that. It's not fucking hard. I have to go to the guitar so I don't get mad. So I don't get mad. So I don't. I don't get mad. It makes me glad. Glad, glad. And not angry. (laughs) You thought I was going to say sad. All right, let's get into a little bit of, uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to hold off on uh, on Israel and Gaza and the Bud Light of it all for when we come back. Uh, the, I'm going to get started. I'm going to get started. 
about all the uh, Hamas and this insanity and that from the river to the sea. <laughs> I will go off. I will go off. And then also a little disagreement I had with, uh, that wasn't a disagreement. It was from the uh, Gregory Gutfeld show that didn't air. We were discussing, we were discussing uh, Bud Light and their new deal with the UFC. And I was the lone man. I was the lone voice of reason. And I will say this as I click around uh, here on the show to, you know, just so I can comment and directly quote shit, which I like. I like it, you guys. When you hear me clicking, that's good shit. I want to say this. If any of you guys have a, uh, uh, a website of your own, if I go to a website and a video automatically plays, you are on my enemy list. I never want to go back to your website. Don't ever. Don't. How dare you presume that I want to see your bullshit little video I click on a story, you know, I click on the headline, ooh, this is a Dana White and Bud Light partnership, boom, 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 wasn't determined by money. I want to read that shit. If I want to see the video, I'll click it, bitches. All right, uh, we're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with, uh, with Hamas and from the river to the sea, that horse shit, and... Uh, and some some UFC Bud Light stuff, maybe a little bit of Matt Perry. I call him Matt because uh, I don't know because I'm tired. Some YouTube comments, all kinds of good stuff. Oh, and I should also remind you that yes, there is a extra segment for the cool kids on. You can get it on Locals. You can get it on Patreon. Either one, either one. It's uh, it's good. And I really appreciate the support. This is the uh, Oysters in My Pocket. I'm trying to remember how it goes, the melody. Oysters in my pocket. I save them for lunch. Not that we're selfish. Just haven't learned much. Oh, well, that's miles away. I should have rehearsed. Oh well, that's miles away. Let's go. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank God. I'll be in a good mood for all of us. Try to save it with some stones. We're going to be right back. Uh, I'm going to have another cup of coffee. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are great. Each razor has stainless steel blades, an aloe vera lubricating strip, and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? 
Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up. Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're gonna stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com and the party is on. My apologies to Royal Otis for butchering that. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the to uh, Rick, the producer, see if he can edit that out. That was shameful. That was shameful. Try as he might, Rick could not find a way to clean that up. It's like that. What am I, a rookie? Much better. Oysters in my pocket. I save them for lunch. Not to be selfish. We just haven't enough much. Oh well, that's miles away. Oh well, that's miles away. Much happier, much better. My apologies to those young men. They're like, did you hear that shit? Can we send, well, they would send it, they would say it, they would sound different. They'd be like, did you hear that shit? That was croikily bingily bong boo. We should send over a team of platypus assassins and have him put out of his misery. Skadoosh. Okay, let's jump in. Time is of the essence. Time is of the essence. Uh, I, I need to say some things about uh, Israel and uh, Hamas and, oddly enough, Russia and uh, the Ukraine and our military. Everybody. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. Uh, for some reason, you see these headlines like Israel rains hell on Hamas, intensifies strikes on Gaza. And then uh, uh, something about war existential never again is now. Yes, never again. Never again, for real. Now here's my, uh, I, I was joking, halfway joking about this uh, the past couple of weeks. Just divide Gaza into hunks. I would go uh, right down the middle. I'd, I'd go uh, with a north-south I'd go three slices, three big slices. <clears throat> and one of those slices, the uh, the far eastern slice, is gone. And and Israel should just say, uh, drop the leaflets, say, get out of here. 
Just just go, you got to go like past whatever frickin' uh, Al-Habach Street or whatever the fuck. So you, you have to go, you have to go west there, uh, the Arab people, Palestine, Hamas people. But you got to get out of this neighborhood. And I would just knock the fuck out of every building. Just reduce it to rubble. Get in there, see where the tunnels are, see where those go, figure out what you want to do. But just tell the people uh, who used to live there and the people who still want a place to live, uh, every time, you got, you got two more. You get, next time a rocket comes over our f- fucking fence, we're taking the next hunk. And then you'll have one hunk left. So it's up to you. The ball is in your your, your court. This is non-negotiable, bitches. So one, two, three strikes, you're out. You already got one strike. You're lucky we don't take half. That's the other thing I was thinking. Just take half. Just take half of Gaza and go, now this is what you have left. We have zero patience for this shit. And I have zero patience for these freaking poser, loser, like... Harvard Ivy League kids oh, from the river to the sea. Baba ba will be free. Okay, what what river and what sea are you talking about? Are you talking about the Mediterranean? And what what river? You're gonna have to be specific. And what about the people who are living there now? It's, I'm not gonna entertain it. It's just it's just horrible. And and I'm I'm not gonna go down the history lesson bullshit. But God bless the Israeli people for just uh, the patience of Job to get to get biblical. And I guess it's the hostages that, you know, I guess if you would, were to take a big hunk of Gaza, they're like, we're going to kill the hostages. And like, you better not. Tell you what, here's the deal. We're going to take a third of Gaza. And then we need all the hostages back, or we're going to take a second third of it. Like, oh, flip it. Get aggressive. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Okay, so this is the, um, this is the uh, Bud Light UFC thing. This is where, uh, oh my gosh, I clicked, I clicked the website and off it went. It went right into video. But, um, I am looking at a picture of some movie star's boobies. They're calling that the most inappropriate dress on the uh, Met Gala red carpet. I don't think so. I don't think so. And she's just got some uh, gold. She's wearing some golden tape. Good for her. All right. <clears throat> so last week, last week, kids, if you're playing along, I was uh, in New York, did the Gutfeld show, taped the New Year's Eve special, and then uh, was also supposed to be on Killmead, just breaking news left and right between that psychopath and Maine and stuff going on in Israel. But uh, we taped a very fun show uh, for Gutfeld. We taped a very fun show. It was uh, myself, Julie Banderas, uh, this former mobster dude who's now a motivational speaker and was taught, ooh, that's like a whole nother thing, uh, and Tyrus. So to make a, uh, a short story long, or a medium story medium, a long story short, short story, anyway, I'm gonna tell the story. 
there was uh, a big development in the world of Bud Light. Bud Light is now partnered with UFC. And uh, Dana White, who runs the UFC, came out and did a press conference and was uh, very happy about the partnership. And he got like a hundred million bucks, the hundred million bucks for the UFC. And, uh, you know, that's so Bud Light can be in the most manly of manly sports ever. And everybody else was cool with this. You know, they're like, hey, Bud Light, they learned their lesson. And uh, it's like, it's like Victoria's Secret. They're not going to, you know. And I guess with me, and and Greg was busted by chops. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't like it. I I want, (laughs) I'm not ready uh, to, to forgive and and forget, and, and here's what I think with all of this. For me, it's like, okay, so so Bud Light came out with the really bad, you know, Dylan McTucky guy, you know, who was a spokesman for a day, and then all hell broke loose, and then they quickly, this is the part that I don't like about it. Bud Light was really quick on the buzzer, it was like within a couple of days of the 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 Dickie McTapeek guy in a dress that they came out with their commercial like, oh, we love America. We love these amber waves of grain and the red, white, and blue. We love the military and the firemen. And it was all just such fucking pandering bullshit. If you... <laughs> it was so pandering. And everybody called it out for what it was. That they're like, oh, we know what these guys like. Just put up a couple, put up a fucking uh, Dalmatian on a fire truck. Do a close-up of the American flag waving around. Do some uh, some sunrise shots over the Rocky Mountains. Something, some brave New Yorker walking down the street. Those fucking rubes love that shit. They'll be buying our beer back in no time. And it didn't work. Because Americans are smart. So they wait. They wait a couple weeks or what has it been? A week's weeks, month, maybe a month, I don't know. And they're like, all right, that shit didn't work. What is the most manly? Let's just go, let's just let these guys know we're masculine. We're masculine. Here's what I tell you what these dumb sons of bitches like. They like that UFC bullshit. They like that. Let's let's just sponsor that shit. And it's, it really has the hallmarks of some, like, Madison Avenue executive at an advertising firm going, all right, they saw through your first try. They saw through the patriotism and the rah, rah, rah. I think now you just, you're just going to have to get into UFC and just just proclaim your, your, your manliness. Just go in there and just be associated with the most manly shit. And to me, it's just another act of desperation. And then, and then Gutfeld and everybody else on the panel is like, Jesus, Loftus, take the win. But I don't think it's a win. I really don't. They still want to do it. They still want to do, do the, the diversity. But they're just like, oh, these Neanderthals, we're going to have to drag them into the 21st century kicking and screaming. We're going to have to drag them in. And it's like Disney. Disney's not stopping. Disney's not going to stop with the woke shit. 
they're just going to dial it back to an acceptable level. Here's the deal. As we move left, and, and as we're forced left, they're, they, they push 90 yards, and then we finally draw a line in the sand as like common sense Americans. We're like, no, no more. And they're like, okay, well, we won't stop pushing, but we won't push as hard. They still have moved the ball 90 yards down the field. We never push the other way. They, these, these big Hollywood and these big corporations, they keep pushing, 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 and then we're supposed to be happy that they stop or, or slow down for a little bit? I I want to I want to see a big smoking crater where once of the where I did a video about this it was about Disney but like somebody has to get walloped so fucking bad that it needs to end them just like and then people talk about this corporate <laughs> like I seriously I don't care if Bud Light goes under I really fucking don't that's a giant it's a giant corporation in Bev. It's not even American. It's from another, it's some Scandinavian country. And yes, uh, the people who bottle Bud Light might have to fucking bottle Heineken or some other shit. But someone needs to, there needs to be like a haunted house on the street of America where like, you know, like the kids are walking by and they're like, wow. And you see this beat up old ramshackle fricking empty ass and all the kids are like wow who used to live there and then that dad used to be the bud lighthouse it was full of laughter and parties and then ducky mctapey came along and wore a dress and and that was the end i that's how i want freaking uh modern corporations to feel about this it should be a, a, a tale of fucking woe. So when somebody comes in and goes, hey, uh, BlackRock and Vanguard say that our stock would be valued uh, 50 cents higher if we hire a, a transgender uh, paraplegic who talks through a fucking kazoo in their butthole. And, and after that person stops that pitch, they all think, oh my God, remember Bud Light? Remember Bud Light? That's now just a smoldering crater in the ground that kids walk by and try not to get radiation on themselves? Yeah, no, we're not doing that shit. If there is a if there is a sincere need for a transgender beer, for the love of God, uh, let a fucking tranny open a brewery. <laughs> like if the if the market is there, <laughs> let. Uh, let the free market decide. Have a have a have a full moon uh, tranny bottom ale. This beer tastes like ass, and I love it. <laughs> Oysters in my pocket. I save them for lunch. Ah, yes. So uh, Dana White is going, oh, it's not about the money. Bullshit, it's not about the money. Bullshit. Bud Light walks into Dana White and goes, dude, we're hurting. 
Could we be the official beer of UFC? We don't got no money. <laughs> Dana White would put him in a fucking chokehold and throw him out the door. Ah. Uh, but he'll do it. He'll do it for the money. You can't get mad at him for that. But I don't have to like that bullshit. You don't have to like that bullshit. People are like, oh, Mike, take the win. No, it's not a win. It's a loss. And, 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 and Dana White should feel like a little bitch. He should. What's your price? $100 million? All right, bitch. Do what I say. Tell everybody you love our freaking... Tell everybody you love Dick. Say it. Say it at your press conference. I will give you $100 million to tell all your fans you love Dick. Just say it. That's, that's the other thing, man. It's like... Uh, and I'm sure Dana White is like, no, the, the guys who work at the factories and the guys who deliver this and da-da-da. You don't think they're going to have another beer to deliver? You think that's it? They'll just never work again. They'll just never work again. It's just... Horrible, horrible, horrible. Let's, uh, okay. <clears throat> I got to get back to the, uh, the, is, uh, the, the button of the, uh, Israel and, uh, Gaza and Russia thing that was before we, before we careened off into freaking Bud Light UFC shit. Listen, I don't, so, we were talking about, uh, Victoria's Secret last week. I don't trust them. I don't like that. I thought I would like that. There you go. Ooh, there's something there. No, maybe not. <laughs> there's something there. No, maybe not. Israel and Hamas. Um, Israel, I'm telling you, unleash hell. Really unleash hell. They're like, Israel reigns hell. No, that's, I, unleash hell. We want our hostages back. We're taking a third. Here we go. And just like, do it like lightning. Like lightning. Have those fuckers just sitting around going, how the fuck did that happen so fast? Because evidently that's impossible anymore. If, I, if you were Vladimir Putin right now, if you were Vladimir Putin, wouldn't you just take everything you wanted in Ukraine? Like, how, like I would be pushing now while everybody's watching Israel and, oh, is, are these other countries going to join? Is Syria jumping in? Oh, is Iraq jumping? Iran, is they, oh, is this, is that? If I was Putin, I'd be like, go, go now, bitches, go. Take it all. Fuck it, hey, take it all. I'm starting to think that Russia isn't capable of, like, a lightning fast strike. Now, I know they're going slow because they want to win the hearts and minds and, you know, the people who live on, you know, that that's that part of, of the Ukraine. You don't, you don't want those people to hate you forever because, you know, you killed grandma or whatever. But damn, doesn't that shit feel like it's going slow as molasses? I know when Russia, Ukraine kicked off, everybody like, he's going to march. He's going to march through Europe like Hitler. And then he's like, it's, it's like slow as molasses. 
Now, I know there's a lot of money laundering going on and all the money we're giving to Ukraine and all that shit, but I don't think Putin is in on that. Maybe I'm being naive. I think I think Putin wants a buffer between him and NATO. But don't you think he should be, like, just fucking going? And, if, and like Israel right now, I don't know what they're waiting for. Maybe they're hostage negotiations or what, but listen... Sometimes you got you got to move fast. Is anybody capable of just like lightning strikes anymore? I, I, I'm trying to remember like the last one. Uh, I know, I guess maybe Desert Storm. Saddam Hussein came in and he took uh, what just what just nuts country. And then and then when we finally went in, it went fast to to liberate Kuwait. But like. It's it's very odd to me. Anyway, just just how slow the the Ukraine thing is. If I was Putin, I'd be I would just be all over it. Take it now, take it now while nobody's looking. All right. This is fantastic. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh going to go over to the Patreon segment and the uh, Locals segment of the show as I get yet another cup of coffee because I I, I desire that. We're going to talk about some uh, delightful comments that I got in, in YouTube that make it all worthwhile. There's plenty of other stuff to cover. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Matthew Perry, a little bit of South Park and Kathleen Kennedy, and it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the Biden crime family and some oil sanctions on Iran. (laughs) We're going to learn. We're going to learn. We're going to love. And we are going to laugh. So thanks for being here. Thanks for indulging you're awesome. We tried to do a good show on the podcast. Who could who could we have? We did we did Arnold uh, last week. I could try to do Christopher Walken singing it. Oh no! Let's go! Let's, let's go, Jimmy Stewart. Let's go, J- Jimmy Stewart. He's all the uh, the old listeners uh, know who he is. He'll do the thank you goodbye song and the intro to Patreon. Yeah, let's do it. Like this. It was a podcast. A, a, a podcast. So it's a hold on to your ass. Yeah, I work. Going to the show. Yeah, no. See you over on Patreon and Locals. Why are those pants still on?